I'll record this Chataya, I mean, there's one source which is not on here, I have to dig out for you, but I don't think we're going to finish this today because there's a lot here, which is, um, I forget who says that, I think it's a Mordechai, but it's a Ramah, cites it, uh, that, I think I mentioned this, that when you have an Ikar and a Tafel, so you make a bracha on the Ikar and you put to the Tafel, but let's say you want to eat some of the Tafel first. In other words, let's take our Mishnah that we probably discussed, the Maliach and the, right, we spoke about, we did that soon, right? The Maliach and the, and the Pas? Really? Pei Skinosa, we didn't do that? Okay, fine. All right, but, well, let's just, uh, salty fish, but you're eating it because you had the too sweet stuff, but you can't eat the salty fish alone because it's too salty, so you have some cracker with it. So let's say uh, let's say you take that case. Let's say you have to. Let's say you eat. The, it's, a, it's a little complicated. In the second, but let's say you eat the fruits already, but, and because you didn't know you would need to eat stuff afterwards, the brach on the fruits should conquer everything because everything should be tough to the pair of skinners. Except you didn't know you were going to need them, and the bread and the, and the herring wasn't in front of when you made the brach on the pair of skinners and you finished eating. Therefore, you have to make some bracha because now you're eating uh, the herring, the, the salt, super salty herring, and the and the and the uh, hits crackers. Okay. So now, the Mishnah says, So you make the bracha on the herring, and then, then you don't have to make a bracha on, on, on the cracker. So the question, however, is what if you, in order to be able to handle the salty, it's not just enough to have cracker, but you have to have a little cracker first. Polly has to have the cracker, then herring, then some cracker. So the question is, do you have... You guys know the reference? Okay, so make sure. Okay. I, I never know. I know what was my. I'm, I, I'm, I'm past the half century mark, so I, I, I you know, I, I never know. What? So, so let's say you need to eat some cracker before you have the herring. So the problem is, if you have the herring first, then the cracker afterwards is tough. It's not a problem. Or, or with them. But even afterwards. But let's say you need to have some cracker first. And you, and you can't eat the food without a bracha. So the Rabbah says you make a shahakal. I think it's a Mordechai. You make a shahakal. So that's very weird. Because you eat a cracker, you make a shahakal. And, and, and it's not because it's possible to kiss them. You could, you know, you could uh, let, let's, say, let's say you needed, before you had the herring, you need to have one slice of orange. Or let's say that's the way it works. So you have to... Um, you have to make some brach on it, but you wouldn't make a eight, you make a shahakal. Because you, you're eating it only so that you can eat the ikar and make a brach on that. So, on the one hand, it's a tafel. On the other hand, you don't have a choice. So the Rosh says you reduce it to shahakal. So it's the one other marker that should be considered here, which obviously the Rosh would reject. So let's begin with Tosis of Afla Metesim and Aleph. So, Ephraim, please read. Batzer Lev Shi'ura. Okay. So Tosis is first assertion, <coughs> which is something that would seem obvious, uh, although it might be worth proving, is that you have to make the Brahmi show up no matter how much. There is a Shita that doesn't agree with that. The Pahag uh, apparently thinks that if you eat Pahas Mikashir, you don't require Bracha. I haven't seen the Bahag inside. I've seen it only cited. So I don't know how you, you have to somehow make that match with the Din of Matemes that we learned yesterday, unless you say that that is what the Din is. That Matemes, unless the Bahag understands Matemes means when it's less than a Revius. And like the Ramam, the Ramam says, when you have it for Te'ima purposes, then and it's less than obvious, the Rambam says you don't make a bracha against many Rishonim. But, but, the Rambam's understanding is that the reason why you're eating less than Arabias is not because you don't have more or you don't want more, it's because you're doing it just to taste it. According to the Rambam, I think it's clear that you eat, it's explicit fact, if you eat less, for eating purposes, not for Te'ima purposes, you eat less than a kazayas of bread, you make a mozi. Wash your way not to the story at the beginning of last semester in Halacha. Um, but you cer- certainly you make hamotzi on it um, because you have to make a bracha whatever you eat, even if it's less than a shear. Matemis was unique, so I, I don't know what the what the basis of the halachas kedushita is. Uh, but be that as it may, Satosa says 
clearly you have to make a bracha rishona no matter how much you eat. And Tosis himself remembers quotes from Rabbeinu in the second paragraph. We looked at yesterday, we did yesterday, that you, you don't swallow, you have to spit it out. So I understand the difference between this Gemara, we eat pachas mikashir, and, and matemis pachas mikashir, is that matemis doesn't swallow, and this Gemara, you swallow. So that's why. That one, you didn't get hanas me'ayim, maybe not even hanas garon, it was just hanas hachich, and therefore you don't have to make a bracha. And here, you're eating, you, you, it goes, travels all the way. Okay. But now Tosa says, Okay, now this is a very, very interesting shita. It could be, it, this, this doesn't fit into the framework of what we're discussing actually, even though it's cited. Um, why not? This really doesn't fit. It's different than all the other issues we're going to be discussing about Shinoi Bracha based upon Shinoi Shia. Why is it different? As opposed to a particular food. In all the other cases, the right that the dispute is going to be is to eat less than a shear of this food. Does the Bracha change? This argument that Tosis is making doesn't exactly fit into that miscarriage. Tosis is arguing that the bracha born of can be made on pachas mikashir. So, what does that mean? It means if I go into my office and I eat an apple, and I eat less than the kazayas of an apple. So the re would say, I can make a born of Why? This born of doesn't require a shir. It's not a bracha chashubahi, and therefore in bracha mishira. It happens to be in this case that Tosis is talking about, and it doesn't look clear that he, he doesn't really even say that. You might have understood him to mean that if you had less than a kezayis of an olive, then you can make a bar of on it. But I'm not sure that he actually says that. But he's, in other words, does the re understand that foods that require a brach achas in shalosh, or shalosh brachas, if you eat less than a sheer kezayis, you make a bar of does he say that explicitly? I don't think so. Um, it's cited the discussion of the olive, though. So it's well, the olive was what, what demonstrated to us that a bracha achrona requires a shear. But what the Gemara is clear about is that a bracha achasmei in shalosh requires a shear of kezayis. Otherwise, you don't make a bracha achasmei in shalosh. The read doesn't say explicitly, I don't think. He doesn't say explicitly. What do you expect on foods or on I, I, I mean, are you from the continuation of the Hasaga Tosos, Velonire, it doesn't sound like he said that. It says, Velonire, the Chavan, the Barn of Fashas, take Noah, Kenegan, Alagafen, Kehekan, Alagafen, Boyeshua, the Barn of Fashas, Rabbasani, Boyeshua. There's nothing in the read stated explicitly or implied, and maybe even, maybe it's implied the opposite from Tosos Hasaga. There's nothing to suggest that he was arguing you should make Barn of Fashas on this. Olive that's smaller than an olive. Right? The bracha is bari nefashos, and you don't make that's that's why that's what struck me. Reading, hearing you read it this time, um, is it doesn't sound like he's 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 uh, he's uh, advocating when you didn't have a shear of, of the big foods or the big brachos foods. Therefore, it's a big bari nefashos. He's just saying that foods whose bracha chrona normally when you eat kashir is bari nefashos. You could make the bracha even when you don't have a shear. There's no shear for barna fashas. But it doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't mean that on a, on a half an olive of an olive, doesn't mean that you may not make a barna fashas since that's a bracha that works for some shear. Because bar- barna fashas is not the bracha of olives. So that's the bracha for an olive. What, what does it mean when it says that it was uh, established in the native uh, It means it's the equivalent alagethin is for wine and barna fashas is for water. Does it say that? No, but that's what Tosis assumes it's doing. He assumes that Borin Fashos is the equivalent of Me'in Shalosh for all other foods. Yeah. It's also equivalent to Yeah, that's Me'in Shalosh for other foods. Yes. Yes, and he just says, all those brachas require shear. This bracha doesn't require shear. 
Oh yes, I'm sorry. Did you did you read that or I I, I didn't let you read? Okay, you should drink a malolugma kishirachamim shofar. We didn't talk about that. You might have read it. We didn't talk about it. What's wrong with tosis? Um, I with um, uh, Jonathan. Uh, we looked at there contrast the earlier tosfot that talks about um, what do you do with kosha uh, berchanamazon according to Rabbi Galil. How does it contradict it? Um, because there he says that you shouldn't drink malolugma from that cup so that you don't have to have bench again. No, but that's consistent. Yes. Yeah, the shir is revealed. That's oh. how we pass them. We don't pass them this way. We don't pass them this way. But the lugmav is less than a revius, generally, for a normal-sized person. So Tosus assumes that the shear for brachachron is no lugmav. We don't assume that one. We assume it's revius. And, and that's important to know, because as best as I can tell, when you have a... Do you have to make a brachachron on Havdalah? Depends how much you drink. According to Tosos, it doesn't depend how much you drink. Because according to Tosos, I mean, unless you split it up amongst people, you have to make a brachachrona because on a kosher bracha, you have to drink the malalogma. I assume by, by Kiddush. There, there's a, there, there are four stages by Kiddush. You know, what's the rice and what's the rabbana. First is mekadesh repeh. Second step is Kiddush alayayim. Third step is... Um, third step... That you have to drink from it. Maybe I'm forgetting something. And then the fourth step is you have to drink from a lot of And uh, uh, and but 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 so if you don't, you need to drink a lot of uh by a kosher bracha. We don't do that, by the way, at chuppas, as far as I can tell. I don't think we tell the chassan to drink a lot of but that might be because it's not really a kosher bracha, right? There's no chiyuv technically to have a kos um, under the chuppah. We, the minute is to do so for Shavu Brachas, there's no chiyuv. Where there's a chiyuv, have a coast for Kiddush and Havdalah. So I wonder if that's why. Or I wonder if we're supposed to tell, but I've never told the Chassan Kal do that. Uh-oh, are none of them married? What? Well, that, that is part of it. That is why we just tell them to take a sip. So, you know, the Masada could drink, in theory. You know, but that's a question. That's an old famous Shaila. That's a famous Shaila. It's a machlokus in the family, what the Chayim did. Um, because the question is, if I'm making a bar prayer of and I'm not drinking, how can that be? So Kiddush, the Gemara says, Kiddush, there are only two birchas anenim. Did we discuss this last semester? I'm sorry, I, I, I te- as you know, I teach in some places. So, um, well, I'm on that one down with the cage, I'm almost finished. So, um, the Gemara at the end of the third practice of Rosh Hashanah says that, that, that by all the brachas, you have to have a birchas anenim. By birchas anenim, you cannot be mochi something the bracha unless you yourself are making, are, are, are being nana. With two exceptions. The two exceptions are cases where the Birchas Hanenin merges into the mitzvah. The first one is Kiddush, Friday night, where the Barikar Gavim becomes part of the Bracha of Kiddush, Makadish Shabbos. So you can make Kiddush for other people and they can drink. Somebody has to drink from the wine of Kiddush. And number two is by the Bracha of Hamotzi Lechem and Aris, by the mitzvah of Achilas Matzah. Not by a regular Hamishnah, but by Achilas Matzah, which shows the Chi of the mitzvah. The, you can make when you, if you're being helping somebody the yotze the chiyuv matzah making the brachos you can make the hamotz for them and obviously the alachilas matzah even though you're not eating any matzah. So but the question is, how is it that at the chuppah, how is it that the mishada uh, makes the bracha the baruch and the machas and the kalavim? So I think that Rabbi Chaim had a talmud in his word to say that the was a pikeyam. I believe in that pikeyam he claims. And I think the Bristol Rav claimed otherwise. In the Fikayam, I think he says that Rav Chaim would purposely spill a little on his hands, so when nobody was looking, he would just take it. It can spill on your hands even when you're not purposely spilling it on your hands if you're a massage or so. Anyway, the coast gets handed back and forth a lot. So, okay. Uh, so anyway, um, so Malolugvav is the shear you're supposed to drink from the coast. But not because of bracha chrona, because it's a din that this that the bracha sanit the kiddush hadala require malulav shtia. But if you were to drink a malulav and have the kosh hadala and not more than that, there should be no bracha chrona because you haven't had a revius. Okay. So Tosus has this idea that 
not really that the bracha on a particular food changes based upon the shear, but that some brachas don't require shear, even bracha chod. So let's take a look at the rish now. Okay. We rush into the chair. I'm to so even have a chance to talk to tomorrow. Uh, so, uh, at, at least in the Numos Vahados and Ein Gimel, in the standard riff, it should be <coughs> um, right at the end of Chavzayin Amin Aleph. Shimmy, just read it, please. Amar B'chei Barabba. Okay. So the riff says, you learn from the Skimara that you have to make a, that a Kazayis requires a bracha to the self, but from the fact that the uh, uh, Rav Yirmiya or Vachir Baraba, who was it? Who was it? We're looking at Rav Yochanan. Vachir The fact that he wondered why Rav Yochanan made a bracha achrona shows you that if you don't have a shear, you need a bracha rishona didn't puzzle, and the bracha achrona did puzzle. This seems to be a pretty seemingly compelling reading of the Gemara. Is there any way around this reading of the Gemara? is it doesn't say does it really say I'm sorry no 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 I'm just I'm looking back at the Gemara is the Gemara the Farish right the story goes I guess the Gemara says it it's not from the story itself it's the Gemara's Kasha well, no, actually, it's not clear. But I just want to be open-minded about this. Right? Go back to the Gemara for one second. And remember, the question is, is it explicit in the Gemara that the Bracha Achrona was what's the problem? Or could it even be the Bracha Rishonah? So, the, the first, when he quotes the story, on the uh, third to the second medium line, uh, so the point of the contention here is what bracha rishonah do you make on zayis maliach? Ha'etz or shahakol? Because it's maliach, so it's kavush, it's kumabushal, it's shlakos. So the Gemara says he amers the shlama shlakos to musayu kaimi. If shlakos are still don't constitute a change. So then, it, it's a shakal at the beginning, but there's no bracha achrona. Now, that has nothing to do with the shir. Right? The Gemara just answers, oh no, bona fashas. But that's because the Gemara didn't realize that there's a bracha and then she has something in foods. They didn't realize they weren't considering there should be a bracha achrona. But that does not mean at all the Gemara was bothered by what would the bracha achrona be not so much whether you would make a bracha. We're not talking about a shir yet. All right, so the Gemara answers and says, Dilma Barnefashas Ramos. They quote the Mesve, the Mosif of Yitzhak Hashemua. And the bottom, Amalei Rav Yimun Abzeira. How did Rabbi Yochanan make a bracha in the Zayis Maliyah? Kevan the Shakli Legarine, Bata Lashiura. Once you take out the pit, it doesn't have a shir. The answer of the Gemara is, it had a shir. Okay. So how do you see from the Gemara that only bracha, bracha Rishonah was Pasha for Bracha Chona was it? But that looks like a post. Sofeit Maim Mavarich? Right, so that's very odd. I want to just point out that Tosos, I'm just reading, you know, I don't know why I think, but Tosos doesn't claim it's Madrid from the Gemara. Tosos just states ex cathedra. Because Asala Adam, then, you know what the phrase ex cathedra means? No. What? 
And literally it's from the Shera. Cathedral is the seat of the bishop. And ex cathedra pronouncement is just based upon the authority of the person. I said it. It's ex cathedra. It's not based upon a, an appeal to some other source of authority. So Tosis just claims on the basis of Sarah, that obviously if a bracha we shall leave it's less than a share. But it doesn't, if our girsa, and even that Sophie my Mubarak is a very weird girsa, it looks like it's, it looks like it's like a, it's like a havara from the early part of the city, because because it's Sophie my Mubarak is asking what bracha you make at the end, no? And this question is why do you make a bracha at the end? Okay, I'm just quoting the exact girsa. Okay, so, that, so if there's another girsa, the wonderful, but as we have the girsa front of us, and Tosis himself, doesn't actually attempt to bring a, a rival. Um, but it's the riff's same. They both have to go back to the earlier passage because you can't be in the Except for that the problem with the riff is the riff says Shamida Mina. He's giving the Sarah, but Shamida Mina, the whole Hecha the Ik Kazayas Brachwatzal, Aval Hecha the Laka Kazayas Tila, Tila by Brachwatzal. In other words, What's the Rish Shamina Mina? You could say, in order to make what you're suggesting, Ronnie, which I think is not plausible here, that the Rish just said Shamina Mina, that when you have a Kazai, you need Bokhim Bracha, we shall not follow Okay, but that was never really in question. Right? Then he says, Aval Hecha, the Lekha Kazai, Kila Bay Bracha. Is that not part of the Shamina Mina? Now he's just observing on his own I don't think so. I think, I think he's only. One out of two of those statements is the Shemani Yeah. But he just says the statement, just to have the positive and negative. It's really hard. Like, if you're saying that according to the riff, you're not, you don't learn from the Sugya Bracha Bisham on Pachas Bikashir. That's just learned on the Svar, like Tosis. Then what the. Not the Svar, the other Sugya. What other Sugya? Yeah, it means I'm I'm behind from it. Means I'm going to eat something. I eat less than because I that's not eating. It's uh, in other words, it sounds in the riff as if he's being the whole thing from the sugya, and then providing the svara as to why. Because the say shaminimi not only goes on the first part, the chalhekla the ikah because I is breathless. So, okay, that's not that's not. I mean, you know that sugya the sugya makes it clear, but if not that, what else? Like, what would you think? Like, what would you think would be for bracha Rishon and Achorah? Other than eating a kazais. Why, why would you think? We know that, that you, may, you, know, you bench. The Mishnah says later, you make a bracha samasana kazais. We know you make a bracha Achorah when you had a kazais. And, uh, and bracha Rishon and the Mishnah even mentions, it mentions Yashir. So what, why do you need to tell a Shamina Minah that when there's a kazais, it bracha to itself? That's it's almost like he's inferring that only when you have a kezayis you need a bracha to the soul, but when you have no kezayis, you still need a bracha to the you don't need a basol. I, I, I think that's what he's going to be dying from. The question is, how is he going to die with that? Let, let, me, let, me, let me just add another layer to this. The Ravid and the Balhamor are going to have a fight here, and, it, and they try to bring rias for the riff. And, if, you know, and they'll bring rias from elsewhere and so on. But if it was so clear from this Gemara, why do you need to reach Raya's from anywhere else? And if you have that Gersa, which you don't know whether the Rift did or didn't. I think the Balamor writes it. Yes. Oh, so that's the Balamor. There you go. Right. If you don't have. Uh, right. So he doesn't. No, but he said. Balamor quotes that and he says, you see from that that Bracha Rishonah is on a Kosum. And the riff wrote that also. That's not so the Girsab, that was the din. Um oh, no, you can't just say. So that is the Girsab. You have to read that as why you make a brach afterwards. Michlal, now this is deal from that Girsab. The Lafana Bukhoda who buy a brach. You see, if the Gemara was only asking the question of the Bracha Afrona, the Bracha Rishona, there was no question. The same comes of a riff The riff also wrote that you made, not that the riff had that girsa, or the riff made that deal, just that the riff wrote that the Brahma Shona, you have to always make even the kosher. Right, so that's the girsa. Is it in the Kishayan yeah. Right. So if you have that in your girsa, then it's explicit. But if you don't have it in your girsa, 
Tosis didn't happen in this Gersa, because Tosis just makes that extra-tetral pronouncement based upon the Gemara beginning of Eric. Okay. So now, um, anyway, so the Rift certainly agrees with the Din, but he doesn't in any way back, he doesn't in any way explain what the Diaf would be, unless you assume that he had the Gersa that the Bahamor is talking about. Okay, so now let's take a look at Rabbeinu Yonah, who has been reading the riff for me. Oh, right. Okay, so just read the beginning. So, so you have a Gemara So he makes the claim that the Gemara asked the question about self, as if he has that curse as well. Then uh, he should have made just the shahakal. <coughs> and uh, and no been no brachacha. Okay, so that means he's suggesting that when you have tapas mikashir of a food, that you do not make the regular bracha rishona. You make a shahakal. Why would you make a shahakal? It's not a bracha it's not a bracha chashuva, and you didn't have an achila chashuva. You technically didn't even have an achila because you had less than a kezayis. Okay. So that is, Rashba is going to obviously be rejecting this. And Rabbi Yonah West is ready, but he is not accepting this principle. The Rashba is a, is a is very stark, you know, very strongly consistent in this particular issue. Okay. So now. Now is uh, let's take a look at the Yerushalmi. This Yerushalmi is not so straightforward. It's on the sheet. Okay, do you have the sheet here? Okay, good enough. I feel if I have a new one, it's like I'm a for the Gan Yerasha. Okay, so who's going to read the Yerushalmi for me? Right. Read slowly. From Ad Kama. Ad Kama. I purposely won this. Go ahead. Ad Kama Yavaleh. Rabbi Hanina Rabbi Mana. Hadamar Ad Kazai. Deharana Amar Ad Bakot. What is this question? There are two different groups of There are two different groups of Okay. One of them is just Yavaleh. Other one, right? Those, the ones where you have the It looks like how big do the pieces have to be for you to have to make a hamoti? Makes more sense if I grips. Well, well, what's the alternative? Well, firstly, okay, and if, it, and if it, one sheet that says there's no size, one sheet that says there's a kazayas. So according to the sheet that says there's a kazayas, what if you only have a half a kazayas? Um, look, that's not what I said it was about. Okay, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. Someone help me here. Uh, l- let me ask uh, a- a- another question. Uh, well, okay, l- let's start this again. Explain to me what the Machlokas is. Spell it out, Shemi, like in full form. Right. I'm an idiot, so explain to me and why I can understand. Right. So according to this, the question isn't about do you need a Kezayis to make a bracha. It's assuming you have a Kezayis, but that Kezayis is made, but, but your, uh, what you're eating is made of crumbs. Do those crumbs have to be of at least size Kezayis? Because that makes their proofs make a lot more sense. One side set, one says uh, the crumbs to be any size, the other says they need to be at least the size. Would you call a thing that's the size of an olive a crumb? Well, I mean, the question is, can you eat good crumbs then? Are you saying you have, like, a thing that's the size of an olive and you make it into crumbs? Or are you saying you have a crumb, one crumb that is the size of Your sheep, Shimmy, is nobody's sheep. Right. You've crossed two things here, I think. Um... Because according to you, according to the shita that it's a kazayas, what would happen if you had a big piece of bread but less than a kazayas? In other words, a big, pe- a big amount of bread but pieces less than a kazayas. What would the bracha be? That looks like no bracha. 
according to uh, the no bracha, person. no bracha, bracha rishon or bracha chana? Actually, sure. Um, I don't. I clearly don't think it's thrown up. It's okay. Um, anybody else want to take that? Yeah, I, 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 I think so. Um, sure, no, I, I, I thought that was on the right track. I mean, if the if the pieces are less than a uh, tzedayus, then it would get like a reserve of something. Um, like rather than. So nobody says that, by the way. But uh, yeah, fine. But, but that doesn't mean you can't read the how big do the pieces have to be? When you have more stuff there, in order to make hamotzi, and the answer is one sheet that says it doesn't matter, and the other sheet that says that you need to take a piece that you're going to bite out of, that's a kezai thing. So just to, so the second sheet... So, but let, let, me, let me just a, a ask a, a question there, though, because this is what's bothering me, actually, what you were saying. Or why is it important that that's the case that there be more bread there? Because what, what is the relevance that there was a large amount of bread? You're saying that even with a large amount of bread, if your pieces are less than a kazayas according to one sheet there, you don't make hamotzi. You make maybe some other bracha, right? All right. Then what relevance is it that there's other bread there? Who cares? Even if you're going to be eating more, I mean, it's not like possible that's going to change. Ah, so you're saying that it, wow, so this would be, okay, this would be a radical mushita that even the writer doesn't adopt, which is that if you are eating pieces that are broken, the bread is broken up into petitim of less than desires, even though you're going to eat more, you still make a mezonos. The bracha will, will you know, I'm, I'm a filial mezonos, that's the logical bracha, because you can't make hamotzi if you don't have, have, uh, um, Enough of the shit. It's, it's not bread anymore. Yeah, the mid is changed, essentially. Well, okay. Reason, what brachas would you make? Probably not Okay. Fine. Okay. That, uh, you could read the that way. I, I accept that. Uh, nobody does, but I think. But there are. Um, Have you explained its proofs according to another interpretation? So, Shimi, the question is whether or not the food being there is relevant. In other words, the assumption is that a carbon mincha is supposed to be treated as bread. So you make hamotzi and vircha uh, and, uh, So if, if you want to read your way, if you, want to, if you accept my premise for the moment, it might very well be that we don't really care whether there's other bread or not. It just happens to be in the case of the carbon mincha. There happens to be other bread. But fine. So this certainly, this goes down one particular road, which says that if the pieces are less than a kazayas, then according to one sheet, you do not make halotze. What would the problem be with that approach, Nathan? Well, I was going to say something for that. Oh, for, for the the same over here says... Um, doesn't that sound like meaning if they weren't each if they weren't each of his eyes, no matter how much he's eating in general. that I understood. That I yeah. Okay. Fine. Okay. Now What I, all I was suggesting is that the two issues are separable. It's the first question you could ask. You could decide that, in other words, if it's... Right, okay. I guess the proof text would at least have to demonstrate that it would still be, uh, it would still be Hamotzi. It, it wouldn't be Hamotzi if, according to that Shita, if you were not... Uh, even if you were in his eyes. Fine. Fine. In total. But what's the problem with this Mahalach? The writer does adopt, he doesn't really adopt that approach. Um, uh, he adopts, he has a similar position. He doesn't make reference to this. But what is the problem with your approach? Setting aside the writer for the moment. Mm-hmm. 
Well, listen, the life in the world of the base fetters is figuring out the chaps. It would be nice if people limited it to Mrs. Benoth and Lamako. Okay, so. So let me, let me ask you about the continuation of the Gemara. If you're going to interpret the way you are, Eitan, I'm blaming you, how, do you, how does this cohere with the continuation of the Gemara? With the Nabi Yishan Gemara? Because the, what is the, in other words, they, they could have quote the Menachos piece. Yeah. Then, to me, answers what he answers. Why? In fact, that's the din, but it's not a question because the Bryson wasn't talking about that. So that's a case where that's a case where you eat less than a kazayas. So. So I wonder about that. Uh, I wonder about that. But without a very creative reading of the Spisa, it's very difficult. Now, what is the alternative reading of the opening passage in the Yushalmi right now? It's probably the Rambam. We don't know if he's going to write a commentary on the Yushalmi. It's not that we have. Um, and the Balsefer Haredim, while he doesn't link it to the Rambam, is probably thinking about the Rambam. What is the debate about of the Shir on Hamotzi? You mean the second part of the No, the first part. If you want to avoid this interpretation, which, by the way, is eminently plausible in the text, until you get to the Brisa, and you may be right, it's dark on Shirushami, they don't bother to put the disjoint pieces together. I mean, they might have said, but it doesn't. So what would the alternative reading be? This is a question of what's appropriate coverage of the bracha? Is there a paid up question making a motzi? That's not the question. The question is, um, if you break off a piece that's less than a kazayis, are you near a kitsar ayin? Like someone who's just stingy. The Rambam we'll talk about, and it's going to be based on the next sugi we're doing in the Babli, um, but, the, the, but they're going to talk about what is the shir that you're supposed to be both say. So, the, so, the, the, so the sheet, the machlokas here, is there a shir or not? One sheet that says that you shouldn't be both say if the piece is small because his eyes, because you make the bracha. You don't want to make it on uh, on something so small. It's not a kavadik. It's like tarayim. God, thank you for this little piece. So the words as in that context would mean how small can you break it off such that you can still make it hummus? No. How s- that's also how they were reading. Th- th- that is the question. But the question, but the issue is how small can you break it off? So you can make hamotzi, you can make the bracha of hamotzi, as opposed to how small can you make it off? How small should you break it off when you make the bracha of hamotzi? Not so that you can make hamotzi as opposed to not, just so that you can make the bracha in a proper, proper correct. Okay, that's what the, that's what the Balsefer quotes. That might be what the Rambam is. He doesn't link it, but there's some the comment in the Mare uh, which I think he may. Uh, he may be inter- saying the Rambam is reading out Yushami, the Rambam says, don't break, don't be both saying less than a kezayis, because it's near a kezayis, right? It's just on the, this is what I mean when I come on the Yifros, right? So if you say, I come on Yifros, you're saying hello, see anyone. Correct, that's the second, that is, that is the Perush of Vafir Kharidim, but I don't think that's his Gersa, unless I'm mistaken. I think Yifros is in Venice, and then he'll choose the answer, and then he'll not. What's in lighting? More important. Yeah, I don't have notes on that. Interesting. So that would suggest that the um, right now the writer himself doesn't appeal to the earlier part of the Gemara as proof for Hashita. He just takes the Balamor to task, claiming I'm reading the second half of the Brisa and what the Brisa is talking. He never doesn't appeal to that. And if he had the Gersavia first, then you would understand. Um, yeah. 
question is, if you had less than a kashir, then you should make a mozi. No, these are two separate issues. If you say a kama yichos, that, that, then, then, then it, these are two unrelated issues. I mean, they both have something to do with bread and size. The one is talking about kabbalah bracha, and then one is talking about what is the bracha that you're making. So we need to do this separately. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Absolutely. Because there's no way the second. I mean, when you look at the Yushalmi's answer, a min la mitzvah ella ella l'shaminim, it's very clear. <coughs> it's very clear that what we are talking about is do you make the bracha of hamotzi before, as opposed to some other bracha. But at kaman yifros. It has nothing to do with, uh, with, with which bracha you're making. It has to do with how big should the pieces be, Rami? Can you infer that from the word taneh? Like in the Bavli, sometimes you'll have the word tanya, which is not, which is like, a, it's not really connected to the previous one. Just the, it was taught. So it wasn't You can never tell anything in the Ushami about transitions. <laughs> a former student of mine called me. Very fine Talmud. Um uh, Rashi and I share some Bible. He is he's trying to learn Yushalmi with his Khabar son. And they've run into problems. So he wants to have any insights into learning Yushalmi. And you know the problem with learning Yushalmi is that uh, the scaffolding is missing. It's very hard to read. Because you can't follow the train of thought. You never even know when one city begins, one second. How often in the Bible do you encounter that you can't tell whether these two pieces next to one another are related to one another or not? <clears throat> the answer is not too often. But in Yushalmi, it's like the it's like the weather in Memphis. If you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes; it'll change. It's supposed to like in the summer. Um, so that's what's like in Yushalmi. Like you just okay next where where like you get to a cliff and you're done. So I, I I I you have a choice here to see them related or not related. If you have the gear set idea for kind of your first thing, it's clear that they're not related. They both have to do with size of bread in some way, but they're not really inherently connected. If you had a kind of first just asking, until what point do you make rice before it's a problem to still make a brah on it? I don't think so. I mean, I think you're, you're going a little far on that. Right? Yavarech would be much better for that yourself. Because I've come and you first, you have to ask the question, okay, so what if you don't make the bracha? I come and yivarech. I understand the question is, can you make the bracha or not? I come and yivarech. The question is, what bracha are you making it? But so you say, resounds on what else? So if the curry is too small, then you lose the bracha. Okay. Well, it's not a hundred percent, but I think the yivarech reading fits better with the Baal Sefer Haredim's Torah. Maybe the, the question now, right? Like you couldn't say. Yes, but what is the difference between these two cases, the way they set it up? In the previous two cases, you may be eating much more than a kazayas. It's just the piece is less than a kazayas. Right, so that's not stated. So but here it's clear. Here it's clear that pa- I think possibly kazayas resent refer... Uh, again, I should say it's not clear because the writer disagrees. Uh, almost all the Rishonim, with the exception of the Rabbit, read this Yerushalmi as Harei Pachos Vekazayas, as if you ate less than a Kazayas. Right? The Rabbit has a different reading of it. So we'll, we'll see what the Rabbit's reading is. But first, the Yerushalmi. Okay, that's, that's the Yerushalmi here. Um, okay, so we have a choice. Which do we read first? Do we read the Rashba or do we read the Ahamor and the Rabbit? I'll let you choose. The reason I gave you the Rashba first, even though it's counterintuitive because it's chronologically wrong, is because it's hard to figure out what the Rabbit is saying. If you don't know what the Rabbit is saying, it's hard to figure out what he's saying. I know that sounds chronological, but once you know what the Rabbit is saying, then you can start to parse the Rabbit. So, I don't know. What, 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 do, you, what do you guys want to do first? Follow Muslim Rabbit is always much more fun. The Rashba first, because I still, I didn't see how the how the Rabbit and Hasagos had anything to do with the Rabbit put by Rabbit. How many saw the Hasagos yet? How many saw at least parts of the Rashba? Okay, 
So that's the answer to the question. I gave you that order. You didn't get that far. So we're going to start with the Rashba. Thank you, Shabi. Okay. Uh, Jake, can I give you some? Let the uh, take the Rashba. I have adopted the convention of uh, our fearless leader here, uh, uh, which is to split into columns so your eyes do not have to, you know. Enei Hashem on the show to post the All right. But we have enough songs. We're getting off half a, over half a page. So. Let's go from here to here. Is that Of course. Where is it? Uh, no. Very good. I, I know if that's Al Nine or something like that. I don't know if it's in the same passage, but is that not part of, of Hanukkah? It might be. It's in Chayyim, pretty sure. Okay. Um, ooh, you split it after chapter nine or eight? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, well, the, the, the second part is like apocalyptic, it's hard to read. So, anyway, in the meantime, so, so your eyes can travel easily. Go ahead, Jake. Wow! Like, this is like, this is fun. So, firstly, there are two shocking things here. One, is that the bracha changes based upon the shear. Number two, what's the second shocking thing? Shimmy? You say a bracha achas me in shalosh, pelchas me kazayas, which is wild. Because at first glance, it would seem to be against the Gemara. Wasn't the Gemara's whole point that we ought to be shown and read it and the way the Girsa that Balamor has, which is that less than a kazayas, you don't make a bracha achas me in shalosh? So, what is the answer to that question? Shemmy? Here it's because it was originally Motsi? Yeah, in other words, Pachas because Kazayas gets you a downgrade. So if you're starting out of the main Shalosh, you don't make a main Shalosh. If you're starting out of Shalosh Pachas, you might make a main Shalosh. Okay, continue. What was this question? What was the, what was the question in this little line? That, that the rabbit was asking and he's answering. Shmani? How can you make a boy named Mizonasam? It's less than a Kazayas. That's not Mazom. So he says, Mikomakom, Mine Mizonasu. It's the species of Mizonas. That's what the bracha. Boy, Mine Mizonas. It's not like Hazonas Hakol. Okay. So that's what the Yushalmi says. The Alma. It's a very interesting formulation there. The Alma Mashmamehacha. It's like redundancy. So I say, well, it sort of sounds like Alma. You would just say Alma. Alma means it's mashma from this you see. The Alma mashma mehacha dafibu pachas mikazayis v'varchamotzi, and that would be against what I just said. Says the Ravid. So Yishlomer. Uh, now, the Ravid's writing, if this is his writing, is not entirely clear. <coughs> and it's fair to say when you read in the Kas of Shem, it's even harder to understand. But this is the Rashba paraphrasing the Rashba, the, 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 the Ravid, which is helpful, because it's much clearer. Uh, Fran, you learned the Ravid last semester? Yeah. Did you understand what he was talking about? I think that's like five tries without a theory. Okay, right. It's clear what the Ravid says. But it's taken me multiple reads of the Ravid to finally grasp what he's actually saying in the Hasagos. But if I didn't know what the Rashba, and even the Rashba, it's not clear, so I don't know what she's quoting. If it weren't for the Rashba, I would still be banging my head against the wall with the writers. It's clear what the writer says. The Rashba does spell it out enough. Um, uh, his general sheet is clear, and what he's doing with the Ushami is a little clearer in the Rashba than it is in the Hasagos. That's why it would have been more fun if you read the Hasagos first, and it could have tortured you more. Because um, after all, that's, that's why I went into this profession. Um, so he says the following so you tell me what is the scenario 
that the Yushalmi is talking about. What's the scenario the Rabbi is talking about? That's simple. What's the scenario the Rabbi is shimming? So you eat a bit of bread less than a kazais? Yeah. You walk in, you eat half a kazais of bread. The end. Bracha, mizamas. Bracha, chorna, amen. So what's the Yushalmi talking about when you make hamotzi before? But apparently, yes. Go ahead. Uh, it's when you eat a, uh, a uh, kazayas worth of crumbs. You eat a kazayas. You eat a kazayas. You eat a kazayas. But you eat it from small pieces. You take crumbs. So in that case, according to the writer, what bracha we show in the image? What bracha do you make? Of course, he says. Right? Uh, not Mazam, that's for sure. That's what the Yushalmi says. Not Shalash Bachas. He would probably say Alamisha, which is fascinating. That would go back to somebody's, Ronnie, your funny suggestion, which the Rabbi has made to come to life. If you want, you know, as we say, the, most, the two most horrible things that can happen to a Fermiyat is one, to become Fleshik, two, to have to wash and bench. So it can solve the problem at least halfway. You might have to wash. You don't have to bench. What you're going to do is you're going to chop your bread up into cubes and you eat cube after cube after cube. There you go. It's hard to make a sandwich that way, but, you know. Um, but that's what he says. He says there, you can get away with an olive. Yeah. Right? He says that you may come out. See? His formulation also is not very clear. Which is confusing because it sounds like is not like Gimobrachos, but if you eat all them, it's Gimobrachos, but it's not true. It can't be. It can't be according to the writer that you eat all these little crumbs that are more than a Kazayas they have to make Berchamazam, because if it does, it undermines the whole Yushalmi. Right? The writer has to find a case in the Yushalmi where you make Hamotzi before, but you don't make Shalash Brachos afterwards, and it's called Pachos Mikazayas. So the Raimid says, if you eat total less than less than a kazayis, what bracha rishon do you make? Or you make and then obviously you make kalamish afterwards. So it can't be that if you eat pachos pachos me kazayis, that's a funny way of terming, that you make hamotzi and you make shalosh pachos, because then hadron koshul adufta. What's the case that you found me talking about? So for the Raimid, you really have three different chilutim. If you eat bread, a kazayas, and you're taking bites out of something that had a sheer kazayas, you make a mozi, you bench when you're done. If you ha- eat less than a kazayas, period, then you make mazonos and alamechna. But if you eat more than a kazayas, but, or kazayas or more, but, you, you're, you're eating it, with, when you first start to eat it, it's pieces that are already broken off, less than a kazayas, they're petite and less than a kazayas, you make a mozi, but you don't make birchasabas, you don't make shalosh brachas. Ephraim, you look puzzled. Is there any other way to read the Bible? For it to make any sense in the Ushalmi? I'm just double checking. Because Ushalmi discusses how you eat the Bible. He's in the background talking about a case where you ate in total more than a single person, right? Right. You have to, because you have to eat the whole Mishra. Well, no, because when he's discussing the Bible, we discuss it after dinner, but just the Bible itself, we say you make. Shalosh brachos even less than a kazayis. So you're eating more than one. You're eating total of Yes. Okay. Okay. Continue. That's the hard part. But again, Yeshlo Mar Da and again, I assume it means you didn't, you don't have to make gimel brachos at the end of the day. Otherwise, you have solved nothing. Unless, unless there's another possibility. What's the? Right, I, I don't like that, but I don't know how it's you explain you show me according to writing. Is there another way of reading this? There is another way. Yes, but then how does it solve the Yerushalmi? There is something in what the writer says that could be read to mean that, but he says, 
And as you make hamotzi on this one peror, but if you, well, that's all you had, you couldn't make gimel brachos, you couldn't make peros but yeah, but if that's all you had, you couldn't make hamotzi either. And so it really still doesn't solve the problem for the writer. It has to be. There's, why does he say, Apokisha in hu levado or the rechel brachos? Wait a minute, hu levado, with the rest of the stuff, is right to make gimel brachos? Then, then again, you haven't solved anything. Unless what he means is, in hu levado, when it, when it is alone, and you eat it, levado, 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 you eat all these pieces alone, you'll never get the gimel brachos, but you still make hamotzi. Which, by the way, does that make any sense to you? What would make more sense? Maybe neither one makes sense. It would make more sense to say you have to make a birch samazo, but you don't have to say hamotzi, because birch samazo is very hot Whereas hamotzi is hamotzi lechem and aretz, presumably less than a kazayas, according to the sheet, is not really lechem. Now, that's only a problem because at the end of the day, the Chalpana Savata doesn't help you unless it's lechem. Eretz Hashalom and Miskim is no chabal lechem. After that, the Chalpana Savata. So, but, but to make it fit in the Yushalmi, I think the right it has to be said that when you eat pafas, pafas mi kazayas, um, forgive me for borrowing that term, um, when you eat pafas, pafas mi kazayas, you do not finish, but you say hamotzi because there was more, you eat more than a kazayas in total. There's no other way, otherwise the Yushami, he hasn't solved the problem of the Yushami. Okay, so now the Rashbach continues, but leave he has that here for so for my Mavarech. Right. I think that my has to be Amai. Not, not amending it, but that's what it has to be read as. Because so at the end, it has to be why is he making a bracha? Not what bracha is he making, my Mavarech. Unless that's a rhetorical way of saying what bracha does he make? Clearly not made Shalash. Okay, Alma. So why would you make a bracha on less than a kazayas of bread? Why would you make a, a bain shalosh? You should make any bracha. Efshanami. So here he's opening up that possibility. And here you could see, say, I bet you if you look in the footnote, somebody's going to send you a footnote for the re except for the re doesn't say that. Right, the Rosh says it's possible you don't even make uh, Baruch Hashras. Like, who said you make Baruch Hashras? You don't have a Shia. Even Tosas didn't say it. Tosas said on things that are normally Baruch Hashras, you send less than Shia. So I don't know if he read Tosas that way, or somebody else had this idea, or he's sort of taking Tosas' idea that Baruch Hashras can be made on less than a Shia or Baruch Hashras food, and he's saying someone might have thought to say that for here, Pachas and Shia, and as the writer said, you can't make Samazom, you can make a main Shalash. I say, of course you can't make a main shalosh. Why is it different than Tainu Anam? Then, probably you can't even make a Boi Nefashos. Not because somebody said that explicitly, but... Uh, but Eshanami, and it's very funny, but Eshanami, it's possible you don't believe Eshanami. The Eshanami, the Lord of the Cloud, the Eshanami, the Lord of the Cloud, the Eshanami, the Lord of the Cloud, the Eshanami, Yes, I don't know why he brings in here the Raisa, but I mean he does assume that uh, that Shiras Amin Shalosh is the Raisa. He says at any time that although it might not be in the Kazais, the Rashbah probably passes in the Sphere. So he says any time that the Torah has a Shira and you, your butts are Mishira, so you don't you don't cast on it in a different Brachachona. There's just no Brachachona. But ordinarily. Right. So he says, so right now, firstly he attacked the Ravid over the Bracha Achorona. And now he says, Bracha Mishonah doesn't change based upon the shear of the food. Right. 
Okay, let's go to He's going to talk about this later, so we're going to read that. Okay. So the, so the Rashba here says, uh, I think the right is wrong in both camps. Number one, you don't make, uh, your brach, if you don't have a shear for bracha chorna, you don't downgrade it from nor even the If you don't have the shear that, that, that necessitates the proper bracha chorna for that food, there is no bracha chorna. Okay. And as far as bracha lishona, he says, and he's going to elaborate on this a lot in the next piece, so the, sh- the, the bracha does not change based upon the shear of the food. Continue. Uh, the second last bracha. Let's see who would like to continue. Lewis. Right. So the Rashi knows there's a machlokas harishonim on how to read. The Gemara on Dachaf, and we mentioned this Gemara already. Echlo esafanum liyisrael shani amarti vechal tavas avata vehim diktuk lalatzma and akizayis hakaveta. Clearly assumes kedeshi is the raisa and kashir kizayis hakaveta is rabbanu. But there's a story in the seventh parak with Yana Hanelach and Shlomtzia and Amalka and his foil, the ordinary rabbi Shimon ben Shatach, who appropriately tortured Yana, who's his brother-in-law. So, uh, so, so, so in that story, it sounds like the shear of Kezayis is the Oraisa. Sounds like that when you read the story. I've heard the story says. I'm not going to explore, explore the whole story now. We will, God willing, get to it in the seventh parak. The, the story is they had a big feast, and Yana had killed all the Pharisees, uh, except for Shemesh Shetach, who was in hiding. So they had this whole meal, and then Yana says, well, maybe it would be nice if someone could help us do a Zimu. So Shimon ben Shem, so Shem Siel and Alka says to her husband, says, if you promise not to harm, I can produce a rabbi for you. So he said, fine, so he produces Shimon ben Shatach. So you know, of course, he can't, I forget what it is, how he needles Yanai, whatever it is. So finally, he says, when I ask him, then she says, first, first, I need to have a cup of wine. So he drinks a cup of wine, and then he, after that, will lead them in benching. And the Gemara says that he, that Rabbi Shimon, Shimon ben Shatach, he was following his own chief, but we don't hold that way. We hold that you had Achiochal Tzayis Dagan in order to be Mizamin for everybody else. And remember, Mizamin is the person who makes the bracha for everybody else. It's Birchas Kulam. It's not even if it were Shemayakona Yatsamotzi, Shemayakona it might still be an issue. But the Gemara says that if Yanai hadn't, if had eaten anything, he didn't. He's like, why? But had eaten anything, he wouldn't have been able to, to do what he did. Had he eaten a Tzayis Dagan, then he'd be able to do so. That's what the Gemara says. So many Mishonim not. So Pashat, it's a great sugya, but some Rishonim say, I think the right is one of them, who says that that Gemara holds that uh, the Shir of Kezayis, uh, the Shir of Kezayis, it's not a homer of Kal Yisrael, it's not the Shir of Achal Tavasavat the Shir of Kezayis. So you have to figure out how to resolve these two Gemaras, but the Gemara of Chok, there's no way to resolve. <coughs> if you read the Gemara in the seventh parak, they're saying that Kezayis is the Raisa, it's Machlokas HaSugyas. Rishonim we have a way of reading, of Understanding the Gemara in the seventh parak differently, but the Gemara in the third parak on Dachav, that's very clear. So the, the Rashi wants to say that Butzal Ishir first is it could be Butzal Ishir Daraisa, and again says Gemara Dachav on days. Ella Dafilu. Right, it might be it, the question is between Shira, and something's going to happen to Brachachona. So first he says it might be that it's talking about only if you if Kazayis is the Raisa, and you go from the Bracha the Raisa to nothing, or it might be that even if it's Rabbanon, just because we make Bracha Samasom, just because we make a Brachachona on less than Kedeshia, doesn't mean the Bracha changes. But when you slip below the rabbinic threshold, then the Bracha disappears. He says, Right, so he says he thinks that no matter which way you hold, once you drop below the threshold of Kezayis, there is no bracha anymore. It doesn't matter whether you're going from the Raisa to nothing or the Rabbanu to nothing. It doesn't make a difference. Bottom line is there's no bracha from. Okay, so the first thing is, our Gemara says that when you bat you don't make any bracha of the sofe. 
ומשמע So the first thing he says is, remember, he thinks that even if you, that when Rav Zerah is metama, when Yirmi asks Rav Zerah, why did he make a bracha chrona? Now, what was he asking on? Why did he make Allah Yitzhak Pireh Or why did he make a bracha chrona? So remember, the Gemara initially thought it was an Allah Yitz. And then the Gemara said, no, it could be, because if it's not Allah Yitz, what bracha would you make after the Gemara? So maybe bracha chrona. So Rav Zerah says, first, I think that Rav Yirmi asked Tamiya, uh, might have been even on the Barnafashas, Gemara. I mean, even Barnafashas, you wouldn't make Pachas make a shir. Right? Remember, the first focus of the first part of the Gemara is not why he made a Bracha Chorna, but which Bracha Chorna he made. Once you've established that the Bracha Chorna might have been, that a half a minute, that it was Barnafashas, you could read that you're puzzle, puzzlement even on that. I mean, not just you shouldn't make a Bracha in Shalos when it's less than Kazayas, you should make any Bracha at Kazayas. Any questions before we stop? Okay. So.